Hello, Ring of Sports Nation. I'm your host of Ring Sports TV, Trim Nelson III, and today I have another another special guest star. Uh, today I have Anthony Gaines with me. Uh, but before we get on with the video, go follow me on Twitter at thudson 30 That's the official Ring Sports TV Twitter. Uh, if you guys, you know, want to get updates on more interviews that I'll be doing uh, and on this interview, and you want to get you know more feedback from me, you guys can always reach me on Twitter. Uh, and yeah. So, Anthony, hello, welcome to the show. How are you doing today, man? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. That's cool, that's cool. Uh, would you like to share it with the fans, your social media, how they can reach you, your Facebook, your Twitter, whatever you have? Yeah, yeah, so uh, uh, it would be facebook.com, Anthony Games Pro Wrestler, uh, all separate words. Twitter and Instagram is the same, uh, Anthony2 underscore Games, that's G-A-I-N-E-S. And then my YouTube, where you can see most of my matches, would be uh, either through Empire State Wrestling's YouTube, otherwise it's none of a kind, Anthony Gaines, and uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gaines for all things merchandise related. Uh, I think that about covers it. Alrighty. Well, I'd like to buy some merchandise. I want to start, you know, buying merchandise for after every interview I do with my my special guest. And uh, yeah, but anyways, let's get on with your backstory. So tell the viewers about, you know, where you grew up at, uh, how you got into wrestling. Just just your before we get on to the wrestling part of this show, let's get on with who is Anthony Gaines. Uh, sure, man. So uh, Anthony Gaines is. Uh, I mean, I grew up in in Arcade, New York, and then I moved to uh, the Chicawaga area, a little part of Buffalo, right by the airport. Um, by weekend, I'm a wrestler. Otherwise, I'm a chef during the week. I'm the executive chef at Hardy House in uh, West Seneca. Um, not too much else, man. Just a, just a guy that likes wrestling, my cat, and loves to cook. I'm not about to it up. Well, uh, I like, again, to make my uh, interviews a little bit. I like to get to that personal level. I want to, you know, just express to you that I, myself, I love to cook as well. Do you want to share with the fans, you know, your hobbies? Like, it seems like, you know, again, you're an executive chef. Uh, how did your love for cooking, you know, uh, explain your love of cooking and explain other hobbies that you may have? Um, I mean, yeah, cooking, I think, um, my love for cooking came right around the same time that passion for wrestling really took off, you know. I mean, I think everybody, everybody that wrestled or went to the kids, but then it really intensified once they were actually able to understand what was on TV and, you know, understand characters and uh, the intensity of moves and, you know, all that kind of thing. So that's, uh, that, that translates for me. Other than that, man, like I said, I, I got a cat, seven years old, his name's Hammy, and I'm a freaking tattoo enthusiast. I spent about $7,500 on my sleeve. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, my, my world really kind of just revolves around uh, cooking good food and uh, being a pretty good wrestler. So I, I, I'm okay with that balance. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun. I like that. Uh, living, you know, a good sounds like a good life, man. Uh, I like to hear, you know, stories like that. People that live, you know, stars, you know, wrestling stars that live, you know, your 
your normal life and can go out there and inspire people like me. You know, you, you inspire me when I see, you know, your work, when I see your highlights, it, it definitely gives me inspiration or it gave me inspiration when I saw the things that I want to get into today, which is that viral video that we saw. I know you probably have gotten a lot of questions about that uh, or a lot of, you know, <laughs> a lot of coverage about that. But um, before we get on with that, May you explain, you know, growing up as a wrestling fan, or when did you become a wrestling fan, and explain, you know, who was your favorite wrestler when you were growing up? Um, so I, I enjoyed wrestling as literally early as I can remember. I can remember being like, I don't know, like four, five, six, somewhere around there, and uh, my parents would, you know, so I frequently get out of the house for whatever reason, and uh, the babysitter would always turn on WCW Nitro, and um, my earliest memory was, I think, uh, Chris Candido and Bam Bam Bigelow, I think was like the first match I ever saw, and it was just awesome, Bam Bam Bigelow was just huge character, tattoos on his head, going out there, doing moonsaults, and Chris Candido was a pretty boring bad guy that always got his ass kicked, but then get a power bomb out the top rope and that fucking flying head, but it was awesome, dude. Uh, so, Candido and Bam Bam Bigelow are always two of my favorite. Uh, but, you know, growing up, my mom then found out that I I liked wrestling and she forbid me um, to turn on WWF or the Attitude Era because it was too edgy. And my, mom's a, uh, and my mom's a devout Christian, so of course that wasn't anything she wanted to be a part of or wanted me to be a part of. So, WCW was really my mainstay in my childhood. As far as uh, favorite wrestlers are concerned, I mean, uh, at the time it was DDP, uh, Goldberg, uh, like I said, Bam Bam Bigelow, Chris Candido, those were some of my favorites. I always get that a lot because people are like, how does anyone like Chris Candido when they're a kid? And I, I couldn't tell you, but he's still one of my favorites of all time. Now, talking about how you were only able to watch WCW, were you only able to watch WCW because of your babysitter or because your mom thought that was more kid-friendly? Because what, from what I've seen, although I was, born, I was born in 2002, so I came literally as soon as the Attitude Era ended, that's when I came onto this earth. So, uh, or a little bit after, you know, it ended. Um, was... WCW edgy at the time as well from what I've seen it looks like it was so was your mom okay so the question I'm trying to get at is did your mom allow you to watch WCW because she thought it was more kid friendly or was it because you were able to see it when your babysitter was around um I mean she once I started to ask to watch wrestling because of my babysitter um she, she knew what the WWF was and she knew like you know, oh, it has the DX, uh, you know, doing all the crotch chops and table where it's nothing but a potato stand, that kind of thing. And she just wanted to be, you know, she just wanted nothing, nothing to do with that. So she definitely restricted me to only watch WCW. Mm. Mm. All right, then. Well, speaking <laughs> of speaking of early, you know, early life and speaking of, you know, early year exposure to wrestling, and it seems like, you know, I've heard that a lot is, you know, we start off like young and we don't remember when we first see it, you know, um, but or we do remember when we first see it, but for as long as you can remember, I've heard that like a lot and it's, you know, cool to, you know, hear others that have been inspired and have been able to take on a wrestling career and, you know, uh, create a fan base with the with the story. It's it's awesome because I have the same thing. It's it's just cool. But 
Um, glad you shared that with me. Now let's get into how did you get into the industry? Like what what got you into the industry and how did you push yourself into the industry? Well, I think um, I think there's always a part of every wrestling fan, at least when you're little, that wants that wants to be a wrestler, you know, or, or be in wrestling in some capacity. It's just so uh, it's so important that you have to know what it's like on the other side. And, and this is how you realize. I think I was I think I was 15, uh, and I realized independent wrestling was a thing. Uh, once I moved from Arcade to Chicawaga, there was a Buffalo Championship Wrestling right around the corner from me, uh, but uh, earlier than that was the uh, Empire State Wrestling show that I, my dad would take you to, and then, uh, I don't know if you remember the ballpark brawls uh, at the Bison Field, uh, those were always, uh, those were a huge part of my childhood, so little things like that, once I started to realize that uh, it's actually an obtainable goal, and that independent wrestling, even at that time, is a uh, is an actual thing. May not be a huge deal, but was an actual driving thing that you know your average guy worked the nine to five, but then also was an independent I didn't know that that was a thing. I don't. I only thought that like uh, the big times were there. Uh, you know, you, you, there were WCW, there were uh, early, early Ring of Honor, and there was WWF, and that was it. And I know that all these little sub companies existed. So once I realized that that was a starting point for most people, um, I kind of realized, like, oh, well, you know, let's, let's try to give this a shot. It's, um, it definitely wasn't going to be easy, and I can I can tell you that it wasn't. But uh, once I realized it was it was there, and that it actually was an opportunity, I had to pursue it. Hmm. So once you pursue it, oh my gosh, my tongue. Once you pursued you know got into the industry you know uh would you mind telling the viewers you know the steps that you took to get into the industry and another question i love to always ask because i want to get this from multiple perspectives um tell us about life on the road you know i want you to like i wanted you to transition from the steps you took and then get into your life on the road or if you you know have to you know have you if you had to travel because it sounds like you know you're more local you're on the local indie scene i don't know uh you, you explain explain that to me a little bit yeah i mean i've traveled in i believe uh, nine or nine or ten states now and uh i mean life on the road is hard it, 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 it's hard it, it, it's weird because it's, it's a side that nobody sees and it's a side that like, you know, people are, oh, it's just life on the road, it's just traveling, it's nothing. I mean, it, it gets seen, you know, sometimes you're alone or, or sometimes you're in a car for all the guys or sometimes you just want to pull things and you know, never see where you're going. Um, as far as getting started was concerned, I, um, I made my mom take me to my first wrestling seminar because she was like, okay, well, this is something you really want to do, let's check it out. And, um, we went to uh, Pure Fix Wrestling in uh, Hamlin, New York, which now it's a defunct company. Uh, the head trainer at the time there was Jordan Lennox, who is now Jordan Len- uh, Lennox of Wrestle Circus. So he's still thriving. Um, and he was my first trainer. And there was a big uh, discrepancy uh, fight among schools because there was um, there was that school. And then I think 15 minutes up the road was uh, UPW's KFA Dojo, uh, trained by uh, Colin Delaney, Mark Howard time uh at the time you were you know it was like you know Romeo and Juliet the Marquis and the cabbie were like yeah you, you know you can't really you know you can't really cross over the other side I did anyway because 
hey, that's kind of just who I've been. I've always kind of been the rebellious kid, but uh, I, I mostly did it for the experience. Like, I think Jordan had a lot to offer me. Dojo, am I correct? What's it called again? The school called again? What's that, boss? Uh, you said the Kayfabe Dojo. Wait, what's the school called again? Yeah, yeah, Kayfabe Dojo in, uh, in Rochester. Okay, so I was watching a What Culture video earlier this week, the, the wrestling channel. They said, you know, top things you should never say uh, to wrestlers. I want you... Because, I, I, again, I like giving the, the wrestler's perspective on certain things. What do you think about certain words such as face, heel, gimmick, kayfabe, if you have a perspective on it? Like, what do you think about when people, when fans use that, you know, to talk about a certain match? Or uh, what, just, what are your views on fan criticism and certain wrestling terminologies being used incorrectly? Or to, you know, absolutely... Uh, diminish a wrestler's match because oh, their gimmick isn't good or oh, kayfabe's dead or something like that. What's your views on that? Um, it's it's a very touchy area. It's a very gray area because like sure, there's you know, those words were made so you know, people that weren't inside the business don't know uh, what they meant. You brought up the, and I love that you uh, definitely explained, you know, your view on that. And for future interviews, I definitely want to get, you know, more insight on that. Maybe I can bring you on in the future again. We can, you know, have a follow up to this, you know, and especially this conversation because I'm really liking it so far. Uh, but you brought up the match with Ace Romero when you got flown out of the ring, flung out of the ring, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> 
and explain to me that just talk to me talk to the viewers about that situation talk about the you know uh what the media said about it just, just talk to talk to us about that um i mean i went to sleep the night before uh the night after i, I uploaded it very late to my facebook and twitter uh very late in the night like 11 p.m and i went to sleep and i in my head, I thought, you know what, this is going to get over with the boys, like, and it'd be cool if, like, some of my Canadian brothers shared it, and, you know, if it went to the tri-state area, that'd be cool. I woke up the next day, and I believe it had um, 20,000 views, and I was like, whoa, uh, that's pretty intense. Uh, and then I checked my Twitter, and I had, like, 100,000 views, and I'm like, geez, that's also pretty intense. Um, so I didn't really expect it to be as viral and over with everybody. As, as it was, um, I did expect it, you know, I like, I expected the wrestlers to enjoy it. But then, um, TSN was the first to pick it up, which is like the Canadian ESPN. And uh, then actually SportsCenter picked it up, and then Sale Army, and then uh, Fox News, and then uh, CNN, and uh, it was just it was all so crazy. And then the Buffalo News picked it up, next thing you know, I'm doing uh, four or five interviews during the week, and I'm, I'm on the radio three times a day. It's just it was all very surreal to me that that's something, um, and you know, going back to it, it, it went viral because it, it was real and it, it, it was unexpected. You know, it, it was just one of those moments. Uh, a lot of people came out and they told me like, "Wow, you were uh, this was so close to the uh, the 20 year anniversary of Mick Foley's infamous fall off the cage," and, and you know, I'm being compared to that because nobody on the independent took such a risk like that, at least not you know, the, the ECW days, but nobody's seen something like that. So I think that is, is really cool to be looked at in the same light, even being brought up in the same conversation, like something that's going to be remembered um, as, as something being so special, I think it's awesome. Well, whenever I hear the name Anthony Gaines, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is that, you know, you flying out of the ring from that uh, shoulder. Uh, what, would you, what would you call that? What, what would you call specifically? I'm a huge, 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 absolutely huge wrestling fan, but some moves I do not know the name of. What would you call that shoulder? How, how you, uh, What would you call that? What's the name um, of that specific move? That was a pounce, man. That was a pounce, pounce. made famous by, uh, you know, the alpha male Monty Brown. Yeah. And, uh, I don't I'm not going to say that it was or it wasn't, but uh, I've never seen Monty Brown pounce anybody out of the ring, and that's no disrespect towards Monty Brown. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah, I, I understand what you mean. That's why, you know, I've seen the pounce done a million times, um, but never have seen it to that level. That was absolutely amazing. Uh, <laughs> hope you're okay now. I hope everything's healed uh, to, you know, to your natural state. But uh, now we talked about that. We talked about how your name has, you know, uh, at least in my eyes and to other fans' eyes, your name is officially in the books. Uh, you know, um, you have the Anthony Gaines, your your name is cemented, you know, in the wrestling books. Uh, we're talking about now, but let's talk about the future. What's going to be the future of Anthony Gaines and what do you see yourself, you know, doing in wrestling? Because, uh, you know, they it's talked about, you know, some people, their careers are ended early due to injury or they, you know, something happens to them or people, you know, have a long, fulfilling career. The majority of people have a long, fulfilling career now, you know, it's 2018 and I feel like wrestling's, you know, 
gone to a different level now. Um, it seems more, it, it seems at a different, you know, I don't know how to describe it. Either way, um, tell us about the future of Anthony Gaines. Um, I mean, day by day, man, the future of Anthony Gaines gets, um, gets brighter and brighter, I would say. Uh, I'm in the best shape that I've ever been in. Uh, after the whole, you know, going viral pounce thing, I got a whole eyes on me. I got a whole bunch of other things coming up. Um, the future of Anthony Gaines is super bright. I'm still, uh, you know, the best ESW Interstate champion that ever lived. I'm a five-time head champion in the area. Uh, and I just got a whole lot on the horizon that may be, um, may be a little overwhelming uh, to most people, but I, I couldn't be more excited for it. And I can't be more excited for people to be following what I'm up to. That's awesome. That is awesome. You know, um... Before we close this out, because you know I, uh, before we close this out, uh, I'd like to firstly, you know, again, thank you for you know sharing, you know, who you are as a person, um, and not just as a wrestler, because you know that's why I have these interviews, especially with people like you, because you know I want to understand, you know, the lifestyle of wrestling. I think you perfectly, you know, uh, brought that out, uh, especially going from the daily grind and you know having a uh, a job, you know, a normal job or a career, uh, a normal career, and then having that normal career and having a wrestling career. That's just very inspiring. And with that inspiration, are there any words of encouragement you want to share with me or the fans that possibly or that are definitely most most surely uh, wanting to get into the career or getting to the, the wrestling industry? What are some words of encouragement? Um, I mean, especially now, um, 'Cause there could be Anthony Gaines. I I once met a Truman in a Walmart. So uh but the one and only Anthony Gaines, thank you for coming on to the show. Uh again, it was a pleasure. It was an honor having you on. Hopefully we could have in the future a, a second sit down. 
um but are there is there any closing things you want to uh, do you know leave your uh, social media again leave, leave how people can reach you uh, yeah, man. Again, the pleasure was all mine. Thank you, man. Uh, mostly throughout the board, none of us had any Anthony games or Anthony two underscores games. Uh, keep an eye out. That's all I can tell you, man. Keep a look on Empire State Wrestling and everywhere else. Never know where I'll pop up. Well, all right. Well, that is all for today, um, folks. I hope you all enjoyed the show. Uh, again, my Twitter is at thirty. That's the official. Ring Sports TV, uh, Twitter, go subscribe to the channel that you're watching this on right now. You should be watching this. If you're watching this on a different platform, well, that's copyright infringement. But, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, click that subscribe button so we can get more interviews like the one I had with the one, the only, Anthony Gaines. Uh, again, Anthony, thank you for coming on to the show. And, uh, yeah, that's all. Thanks for me, man. All right. Thank you, everyone. Have an amazing day. I'm your host, Ring Sports TV, Troop Nelson III, and I'm sending out. Have an awesome and fulfilling future.